Blog Talk Radio.
love that song. Welcome to a special edition of the Indie Cafe. And um, I do have Spencer Drate in the um, studio here to host the show along with myself, Holly Steffi. And um, that song is off of Jeff Slate, who will be um, uh, his latest uh, CD. And uh, he will be playing tonight at the Cutting Room. And he's going to be doing Dylan's Obscura. So tonight it's going to be a different whole vibe on that. But just to give you a little idea of what that sounds like. That is Jeff Slate, and um, I am going to bring everyone into the chat room and into the studio. Today we have the Cutting Room, which is a music venue in New York that was opened up and uh, reopened, and there's just amazing talent that takes place there, and along with um, amazing food from what I've seen on the menu. So let me bring everyone into the chat room, and we can start, if you'd like to call in, the phone number is 347-677-1036. And if you'd like to go into uh, the chat room, the chat room is open. And also, um, if you'd like to listen to the show afterwards, it will be available on iTunes and also on Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio afterwards. Uh, 646, I think I have Spencer, too. Don't, Spencer, are you yeah. finally there? Hi, Holly. Okay, cool. Hi, hi, Spence. And then I think I have Steve on the phone, right? I'm here. Hi, Steve. Hi, Steve. Hi, so Hi. I'm really happy to have you both here. And um, Steve Walter, um, you are the original owner that um, opened up the cutting room originally in New York, right? That's correct. Yeah, before it um, November got 99. reopened. Yeah. Yeah. I, re- so I remember, I, uh, Steve, I remember yeah. the old cutting room being down there, and you ran it really amazing. The, the, the thing that struck me with the artist you brought in, I remember you had some gr- really amazing nights like Leon Russell, Bonnie Bramlett. I mean, the list goes on and on. Uh, and then, um, you know, that was a whole uh, place in itself, right? You had some really great stuff down there. Well, thanks. And, and now and you have good did, stuff at your new place and good Oh, the food, new place Spencer. is unreal. I saw the menu. Yep. Oh. oh, my God. It's unreal. <laughs> Holly, you got to come in. He's got a great, not only does he have a great menu, great service, and uh, great acts. I mean, I saw um, David Johansson there. I was honored to see the uh, the show that really knocked me out. Uh, one, you've, you've had a lot of knockout shows there, but the show with Ron Wood, Mick Taylor and Al Cooper. I designed for Mick yeah. Taylor too. Simon Kirk on drums. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, that was amazing show. How did you get that? How did that form? Um, that Ronnie Wood is a Law and Order fan, so my partner Chris was on that show, so he, they got it sort of friendly, and that's how it came about. So I, we got Ronnie awesome. to come play. Yeah, that was a show and a half, Holly. i got to tell you, that was like, it wasn't just a club show, right, Steve? That was like a concert. I, know, oh, yeah, I don't know what you call it. Oh, yeah, shows. Yeah, that was a concert, once-in-a-lifetime kind of thing. I mean, yeah, I, I think that, like, I did any other music club in New York, in a sense. That, 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 not, not that you're not doing it now. You had some great... What I like about your format is um, you're, you're very eclectic. Mm-hmm. So you'll have different kinds of accent, right? Oh, absolutely. We had Midget Wrestling two weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, really? You did ha- you it, it started what? Billy J. Kramer and Dave Davies was an audience, Gene Cornish of the Rascals, um, Lou Christie, and that was Midget Wrestling. And Simon Kirk came to see that. Yeah. Oh, that was amazing. Are you, yeah. Are you yeah. getting ready for tonight's concert um, with Yeah, uh, we're setting up now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I heard they were down there doing their uh, sound check. I oh, wanted really. to open it up with, so, with that, but I know Jeff's going to be playing a different kind of 
music, and I know, Spencer, before you came on, uh, we yeah. were talking about where I'm at, and I told him he needs to get his butt out here and open one up out here on the West Coast. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow, yeah, I would definitely. love it, especially the winters like this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a quick question for Steve. Um, Steve, I know that you are um, uh, do have a partner now, Chris North. Mm-hmm. Um on the with the new with the new one, right? And yeah, uh, he was with the beginning of the old one as well. Oh wow, lover. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was always okay. There. What I wanted to ask you was, um, do you both of you? How do you decide who you want to have play in the cutting room? What kind of music? How do you guys decide? Is it, are they friends? Like kind of like this show is basically really a lot of people that know one, know one, this one, that one. That's how this kind of show goes off. Do you know yeah, the people well, that are playing? Yeah, well, if somebody's really good is one way, obviously. Um, friends are another. Um, uh-huh. and, and sometimes if you can bring a lot of thirsty people to pay the bills, it's a combination yeah. of all that. But we get calls from agents. We get calls from artists. We reach out to some, um, that whole kind of thing. So it's, it's oh, all different wow. ways. It's better to go directly to the artist than go through the agents and managers. They only care about money, but the artist cares about the music. So you can get a lot of better a lot better artists, just like Ronnie's situation, for instance. You know, uh-huh. you know directly to them. Well, Spencer, oh, I know you've spent a lot of time there, so um, yeah, I've been there periodically. The, oh God! Let's hear about some of the um, um, adventures at the cutting room, and I want to hear from Steve what it was like for him when he first opened, and what um, what he if he has any memories he wants to share with any of us uh, of any bands or anybody that was playing there, or just any specific inst- um, incident that happened there. I saw, you know, you know what show I saw, Steve, that was really cool? Uh, not that you got a whole list here. Uh, David Johansson. Vince Buster Poindexter, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was a really great show. Um, yeah. And, but you, you've you had, like, I don't know, it's a laundry list, Holly. I swear to you, Steve, Steve's got yeah, a laundry Steve, list. Yeah, I want to hear, I wanna like hear this was if amazing. Steve has any, any yeah. memories that he wants to share yeah, with Billy us. Yeah, Billy Joel's sound-checking Angry Young Man stuff like that was pretty amazing. Just oh, God. Oh, really? God. Judy Collins doing both sides now. It gave me chills. And who knows where the time oh, goes? I like that. I mean, oh, it was great. great. Um, we've had Rodriguez, you know, from uh, remember the Searching for Sugarman. He played this place. Mm-hmm. Of course, Ronnie, that, that show is pretty amazing. At the old cutting room, we had Joan Rivers every Wednesday for four years, so she was terrific. Really? Oh. Cheryl Crow played there. Yeah, Cheryl Crow played with Kid Rock and Gwyneth Paltrow. Carly Simon singing with both her kids, Sally and Ben Taylor. Oh, that's awesome. Close your eyes. I that was that amazing. That was amazing. Yeah, that was pretty amazing. Darlene Love and Lala Brooks both doing He's a Rebel together for the first time. You know, oh, my God. Thing. Um, and all, there's been a lot of great studio musicians. You know, incredible. You have a lot you know, of really know, good memories you, there. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, had a, you brought up a name that I saw at uh, uh, Ben Taylor. He's really doing yeah. really great. He's really great. Yeah, he's great. terrific. He's a terrific, talented kid. Yeah, he's absolutely. yeah, he's very you know he's, he's very you know I heard his voice and said wow this sounds like uh, what James Taylor but it, it's been a little bit right right Steve but then yeah, he said, said people say I sound like my father and he said well who am I supposed to sound like Al Green? It's <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah, but, um, yeah, yeah. We had this we did the zombies video release because they filmed it here and then they did an acoustic set which was terrific. Unbelievable. Zombies were great. Yeah. So all that kind of thing, old stuff. And Lady Gaga got signed at the old cutting room, and Gabriella really? used to play there. Yeah, really, great I story. She played there. She got signed yeah, there. She got signed there. Yeah. Oh my God, You're that's a great story. You're kidding me. No. A Kodak wow. moment. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that that is, that's a Kodak moment. We used to have John moment. Legend when he was John Stevens and Nora Jones and Gavin DeGraw and all you know before they were before they were big. 
they played the old cutting room. So even though it's established artists, it's also up and comers as well. Are, you there, are, are you there pretty much every every night? Yeah, I have no life. It's a one-dimensional life. I'm always here. Yeah, I wake uh, up and come here to the wee hours. Pretty much. Wait a minute. Wow. i got to bring up something. Adam Baum's yeah. wedding reception. Oh, yeah, right. You're at that. Yeah, that was That fun. was great. That yeah. was Adam Baum's a great musician. Yo, he is a great right? player. Yeah, he's huge in Europe. Yeah. yeah so he's your like, venue. So your venue is available for private? Um, sure, uh, we do a lot of that. Really? Corporate events. We have a couple of our mitzvahs coming up in June. Yeah, all kinds of things. Wow. Yeah, Imagine having a wedding reception at the cutting room. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That would be... Yeah. That would yeah, be crazy. And then oh, we had a Jewish having... wedding set up a hookah and all that. Yeah, we've had all kinds. Really? Of... Oh wow! Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. That's that's pretty amazing. Who's your chef there? Um, how did you um, decide? I'm on no your famous menu? chef or anything. He's just uh, he's passionate about cooking. So we have a crew down there that does a real good job. They do. They do. The food's very good. I can tell you this right off the bat. The food's amazing. We just try to do yeah. quality on all levels. You know, good sound, comfortable really? chair, clean restrooms, good food. All that. Yeah. They have signature cocktails? We have a few signature cocktails, yeah. Absolutely. Very yeah, the, cool. the bartenders made those up. What's the exact what? address again, Steve? 44 East there. 32nd Street between Park and Madison. Oh, cool. Okay. All right. Ben? Yeah, yeah it's, it's easy to get to. You can take the east side line. I always yeah, take six it. Yeah, is right at the door. You can park right, on the right. street after 6. You can walk to Grand Central or Penn Station. So, it's centrally located. How and there's you, a lot of good you, artwork up too. Mar- Marcus Stabi's got his original artwork up, among others. So, really? Uh, yeah. yeah, you know, we're uh, Judith and I are going to be handling Paul Kastabi. Oh brother. yeah, he's a nice guy. He played here with his brother once. Yeah. Yeah, he's great, right? Yeah, he's like, he is. He's both yeah. really good. Both very good. Yeah. I I think. Uh, how did you start to think about doing a club, Steve? How far? I mean, it was by mistake. I was in the Garment Center, and a girl I knew, her husband was going to do it, so I was a small investor. And I would go down there, and nothing was being done, so I had to work construction. So I took off my suit and put on a flannel shirt and did that. And then he wasn't handling the business, so I we voted him out as a managing partner, voted me in. And then he wasn't even booking bands, so I didn't know one band. I didn't know one musician, let alone a band. So I learned quick, and I bought out 11 partners the first year, and that was it. And but you know, I had bachelor's in music composition from Berkeley, so I had the music background. So, yeah. um, so that wow. heart was in it. So and then we just kept going from there. We have John Oates coming up April 11th. Um, oh, Berlin, awesome. Up in May. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff coming. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is like, this, yeah. Go ahead, Holly. Go ahead. I wanted to give the website out because the website yep. has, it's really it's really a cool website because you have not only on there um, information about what's coming up, you also have um, your menu on there. You have pictures of people, Mark Riviera, Tuesday oh, yeah, on the 27th. He's playing John with Billy Joel. Pete Seeger. Yeah, that yeah, was he, he, like, was the second to last time playing when he played here. Really? I, heard, I uh, yeah. know. I heard. I heard. He was that telling he, the stories, uh, hanging out with Martin Luther King and Woody Guthrie. What a sweet man! Are you man. kidding? Wow. Oh, wow. He, he was all there, 100. percent Unbelievable. Well, let me get yeah, out the website real good, quick. It's the yeah, cutting room. It's the. I'm. I'm sorry. I keep interrupting you. There's a it's little okay. feedback on this. TheCuttingRoomNYC.com, and if you go there, it's a really nice website because you've got directions there, you've got a calendar, there's a menu, there's a photo tour even. Who who designed the inside of the uh, club? Um, it's really cool. I love the guitar yes. chandeliers. Oh, thanks. Yeah, Fender gave us 18 Stratocasters for that. 
That was wow. very good of him. And the bars are 45-foot Fender guitar as well. So this crazy guy, Jimmy, in Staten Island uh, designed all that. <laughs> he was very gifted with his hands. Uh-huh. That's amazing. And I, yeah. I love the art on the walls. I see the art on the walls. Is that the art that you were talking about, the one with yeah, I see Keith yeah, Richards? Yeah, Marcus and, Dubby, another girl, Kathleen yeah. Michio, did the, the portraits. She's got. She had things in the old cutting room as well. Another girl, Roberta, who's a talented guitar player, she did a lot of this 3D sculpture kind of things. Yeah, Maypeg really gave us a bunch of photos that she had taken of John. We have a, a bunch of those up as well. Uh-huh. I, mean, I like the ceiling, too. The ceiling's really kind of I, like a fantasy tricky. kind of thing with the yeah. clouds and the fairies. Yeah, that's that guy, Jimmy. <laughs> that's beautiful. Well, well you, know, it's, you know, it's really great. When you sit in this club, you're like, you feel like you're close to the stage, Steve. You know, I mean, your uh, club. Yeah. I feel like you're, wherever you are, you're there. You know, you, yeah. know, you have a good I, sight line. I, You've got, you've got, you, they're big, they're not small, you know what I mean? And you're really close to the artist. I really, I, that's, that's the main thing. I, yeah, that's the way main. music's supposed to be, not in football stadiums, you know. Exactly, man. That's ex- clubs. Yep, you're, you're right there, man. Right okay. there. Um, hey, so listen, when is Mark Rivera? When is that? I want to read It's that. Thursday. He's, you know, he's playing the garden with Billy Joel every month, so he's going to residency here as well. And uh, there'll be a lot of special guests playing. I know Beth Susson's I playing with him. Steve Conti's playing with him. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, she's, she's going to be on guy. our show again. He's amazing. Yeah, again. Yeah, Mark, Mark yeah, uh, I worked guy. with on an album with CBS. Uh, the first time I met him was years ago, but he's an amazing, amazing performer. Yeah, a nice guy, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I wanted to ask you, do you have uh, a moment that you had with Pete? Do you remember having any conversations with Oh, yeah, sure he was in our office uh, eating grilled yeah. salmon. And, um, oh, wow. and his daughter's with him, and he was telling us, you know, about what he got through, how he changed the words to this land is your land, how him and Arla went to visit him when he's at that mental institution. And um, something to do with the fence, I forget the exact story, there was a sign-up, and that between him changed the lyrics to this land is your land. So um, it was pretty amazing, the stories, you know. No, I bet, being there, I bet you get to interact with a lot of the artists. Yeah, and I do. You get to really get to see things that yeah. if you weren't there, you wouldn't know about oh, it. Oh, definitely. It gets me a lot of my heroes. I've seen some amazing oh, moments. Yeah. At and the Judy Collins, of, both sides yeah, now. Yeah, what she is. Yeah. I bet. I bet. Yeah, pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. And a lot of great guitar players. You know, the guys behind have, the scenes. Yeah, do you have anything um, in the works besides just the people that are playing? Do you have any other... Really cool things you're going to be doing this summer. Maybe some special concerts and stuff. Coming yeah, there out. will be. There will be stuff in the works. You know, I don't want to say till it's confirmed, but there's stuff in the works, absolutely. And we'll be starting lunch on this Thursday coming up. We're going to try a couple doing lunch a couple of days. Oh, great! As well, yeah. yeah. And we do a lot of SNL after parties. There's all kinds of stuff goes on all the time. You know. Did, did, oh, I bet. You, had a, you know what you had? A, you had a great show with uh, who's that girl who did the Velvet Underground? Remember that night she did a. Did a thing with the Velvet Underground. She would do oh, that. I don't remember. It was really cool. Oh though. yeah, she, yeah, Tammy Faye Starlight. That's it. She, yeah, right. The Nico show. She's so talented. That was a great show. Yeah. That was she a great. That was a yeah. great show. Yeah, Danny Fields was here. That was cool. Danny was on our show. The first, right, Holly? He was. Uh, he opened up yeah, the, the indie cafe great. bracket. Danny was great. I, oh. Yeah, yeah so he's, he's, he's legendary. Yeah. Yeah, I hear so many people that just talk about the cutting room. They say, oh, oh got to go to the cutting room. Uh, Dean Holterman, I know he goes to the cutting room. Um, they Nick all go. Rock, I think they've been, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, they come back and they tell me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 
tell me about the photographer photography and stuff that goes on there. Um, do you have special nights and special concerts that you just allow certain photographers in for? Um, no, they can pretty much come unless the artist is against it, but it hasn't happened. But we've done mm-hmm. the book with like Bob Shanahan did his, he's a rock photographer, he's a book release. We've had a lot of Henry Dilt stuff up here. Marson Hotel did their 10-year mm-hmm. anniversary and all those guys. Right. Yeah. And Nick Rock and um, Henry Dilt were here and all, you know, that, was that level of rock photographers, they were all here. Mm-hmm. They've had their stuff in here. So it's art meets music. Hey, 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 Steve, I'm giving you my 45 book tonight. Oh, okay. And uh, that was, uh, they sell it yeah. at the Morrison, bringing up a name. Oh, okay. Mar- one of the great, one, they're the, just a great gallery. Yeah, it is. It's really cool. And, uh, yeah, so you're you're really doing the thing, and I'm so glad you're on the show today. I mean, I've been trying to get you on for a long yeah, time, and finally it's happening. And, yeah. and, you know, it's the right time. The club is unreal. I mean, if people want to go, I'm just I'm telling people out there, you want to go to a club that's unbelievable with, like Holly's saying, the design and being in it oh, and listening to musicians. Like, it's just unbelievable. Amazing. Yeah, and mm-hmm. the food, the food's got to be good and you got uh. great food, right? Holly, yeah, baby yeah. boomers don't want to sit in the mud at Woodstock anymore. They want a comfortable chair, clean restrooms, and good food. You know, right. the days of frozen hamburger patties sitting in the mud are over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Steve, I love, I love, I love really good food. And you know, I wanted to ask you. Um, when you were younger, um, did you, I mean, you said you were, this happened because you were in the garment, around garment people, and you just decided to do this. Were you always really into music and into Oh, yeah, I saw the Beatles and that stuff, and that was it. So I played really? guitar at Jersey Club oh. Circuit, then I went to Berkeley and graduated with a degree in composition. Did the Jersey Club Circuit and uh, taught guitar, and then I had a light show in the 70s down in Asbury Park. So I worked really? with G. Haymans and Procol Harum and Climax Blues Band of Renaissance and Kiss oh, and Jack Giles and Humble Pie, Roy Buchanan, Roy Gallagher, huh. Edgar Winner, you know, and I was really fortunate. Ramatam, uh-huh. you know, all that back in those days. Uh, Focus, Flash, incredible. What? And I remember the screen shows, we, so we had that. Yeah. Unlighting Seals and Crofts. So I got to see Slade. I got to see, a lot, see him work a lot of good shows down there, so I had that when I was just a teenager. So and you cool. were young, huh? In yeah, school. Was, yeah. Is that what was really like was the catalyst for you? Was that yeah, the Beatles that? on Sullivan were the catalyst. That was it. Hook. So wow. Then, uh, always around what were you it. listening to growing up? What kind of music were you listening Beat- to? Beatles, Rascals, that kind of thing. A little bit of Stones. You know, the usual British Invasion stuff at first. And, and, and isn't it? Trippy, now you've got this club and you've got these people coming in that you dreamed about that you when you were younger you listened to and they were (laughs) iconic to you. And now here they are right in front of you playing. The first show I uh, saw was Vanilla Fudge and Carmine Pieces played here many times and Vinnie Martell, Mark Stein. We played my high school. (laughs) Wow. Wow. They've been here. So, yeah, it's been, um, that's pretty, that's the amazing part of it, without a doubt. Without a doubt, I can. I you know, can only imagine. Researchers. Yeah, and having. Were your parents? Did your parents support you in your music? Uh, not really. They worried about making a living. But I bet they're proud of you now. Yeah, right? yeah, I think so. Now it took time, but yeah, I think finally. <laughs> That's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. Um, how did you and Chris um, meet? We met through the accountant, and then we became friends because he's really into music as well. So um became good friends and, and that. He's really into his jukebox. We pick out the tunes for that and everything. So he's he's involved in that area. But he knows he's got good taste in music. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. 
Well, you've got a great lineup. I mean, you always Thanks. get a great lineup. Uh, when I get the PR from the club, it's always like a great lineup. It's like, who do you want to see? You know, it's like, oh, thanks. Yeah, we've got to get them while they're still around, all the baby boomers, you know, like Jimmy Webb and that kind of thing. Oh, Jimmy Webb, amazing. It's on a great show, yeah. Jimmy Webb, oh, God. I think I think Jimmy was connected with, Lou, you know, we designed for Lou Reed. I think he did a tour yeah. with Lou or something, Jimmy. Could Webb. be. He wrote for so many people, it's possible. Yeah, he did something with him. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's just phenomenal, your place. I mean, I, you know, just seeing the, the change which you had between the first place and the second place, mind-boggling. Oh, I mean, you. you know, but, but, you know, the thing is, both those places had amazing musicians in them. I still remember the Leon Russell show, though. Yeah, that was, yeah, it was pretty, I saw him, too, down at Nazareth Park when I was young, and here he was. Have you done any filming there? Um, yeah, filming have you done any filming? A little bit, yeah, a little bit of filming. I think uh, Celebrity Apprentice is filming something here soon. There's been a few few things like that. Certainly shows have been filmed and live on the radio, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Are you, do you have a, I don't, I'm not really sure because I didn't see it on the net, but are you possibly thinking about coming out with a book um, on the history of the cutting room? Everybody gives me to do that. I would do it, sure. If I had a publishing deal, without a doubt, I'd love to. There's been a lot, I think goes, that a would lot be of stories. a really good idea. That yeah. is, because yeah, then that's you could gonna, put the yeah. history... And yeah. how you came up with the logo and about the guitars and about the people that have come and played there and 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 how it was the transition from the old place to the new place. Yeah, what was, was that like for you? Did did the first place burnt down, right? No, it, the, the lease was up and they jacked up the rent to a crazy number. It was oh, still, that still, is still sitting empty. Yeah, it's New York, mm-hmm. but we needed a bigger space anyway, so this one's much nicer. But it took forever to find the place where the, the column placement was right and the ceiling was high enough and no one was living upstairs, so it's a needle in a haystack. And then there's the whole build-out waiting for the city to approve the plans and do the inspections and all the new codes. So it's knowing what I know now would be hard to do again. It was it was hell for two years of construction. Wow. Oh, I can imagine. Paperwork and all. Imagine. Yeah, they make it so hard. So hard. What, um... What industry were you in before you decided to get into this? Was it the garment industry? Oh, so, yeah, as a women's coat manufacturer, wool coats, rain coats. Really? Yeah, domestic. Yeah. Oh wow! Sold parts I mean, to I men, can, you I... know, races and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 I had a roadman out in Sonoma, out by you too. Did you? <laughs> yeah, we lived out in Sonoma. and did the West Coast. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's cool. uh, that's so crazy. Yeah. Uh, you <laughs> know. I could see I could see the cutting room in in San Francisco or something oh, like that. I'd love that. to. I'd love in to. The That's a long term plan. It's open up more music cities. Cookie cutter, the chandelier, and the guitar bar, and all that. Uh, let me tell you, Steve. There is so much talent out here in San yeah. Francisco and in the Bay Area. Wow. And you know, there's so many musicians that are living out here, like Carlos Santana and right. um, Jack Blades. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know in I mean, New York there isn't too many because they got so expensive they're priced out. So unfortunately, it's going to other areas. That's Nashville true. Really? Boston. Yeah, New Orleans. You get, you get you yeah. West Coast, and you know it's another one is uh, Holly and I would tell you Nashville is the other place. Yeah, Nashville is so much. We have songwriters come up. Gary Burr, I think his name, and his wife Georgine. They just did a big show. Terrific, and mm. got a great turnout. But yeah, so many players come coming up from Nashville. We also have the kids of everybody. You mentioned Santana. We had Stella Santana, James McCartney. Uh-huh. Rhonda Ross, her mother, came for the sound check and then left because she wanted to take away the thunder. And her father, Barry Gordy, was here for one of our oh, um, Broadway nights in Motown. Yeah, and um, who else? Jan Chapin, Harry Chapin's daughter. Um, mm-hmm. We had um, Hank Williams' granddaughter, Holly Williams. Jeez. So there's a whole other generation coming up. Now, Sons of Cream, which was Kobe 
uh, Baker and uh, Malcolm Bruce. M- Malcolm yeah. Bruce, they're friends of mine. I saw that show. Yeah, it was a great, great show, man. Both, yeah, great players. Both of them. Yeah, incredible, incredible. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know, the James McCartney show, that was really good. James yeah, McCartney yeah. is a really yeah. great musician. Yes, there's a whole other generation coming up now. Yeah, yeah. How much time, Steve, do you have with your artists when they come in? I mean, I'm sure right now, like right now, Jeff and the guys are there doing a sound check. Yeah, well, they come in on sound out. check. They hang in the green room and they see the, they do their show. And a lot of them hang out after. Some rush uh-huh. out, you know, but but a lot of them hang out. Have you formed a lot of friendships over the yeah, years with absolutely. people? Absolutely, sure. I bet that, that keeps them coming back. Treat them nice. Treat them well. You know, oh really yeah. Nice. Oh, absolutely. You have a good, you have a really good sound system there too. In fact, that's so important. We treated the room, you know, so it's the carpet and the, and the sound panelings in the right places, mm-hmm. and a good sound system, and certainly a good sound man that cares. All three of those are important. I, I think it's the type of place where musicians really, you know, they want to come back to certain places yeah, where they say, "I like this place. I'm coming back." Right? Yeah, because you the sound. The, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, the real, you know, Sean Pelton. John Chope, David Spinoza, Blue Lou Marini, those kind of, Randy Brecker, those kind of studio players that play here a lot. Will Lee, all those guys. you got to have good sound if you want to get that, that quality of player here. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see that um, Carnival Cruises did a special event there with, oh, yeah, uh, with Jennifer uh, Hudson. That's right. That's right. That was a special and, night. Yeah. And then Rolling Stone Magazine came there to watch Ronnie Wood and McTaylor. Yeah, on, uh, that's right. That's awesome. Gary you, Clark I mean, you've Jr. Got, came to one of those and played with him as well. Yeah, you've got a lot of really cool stuff coming up. So if somebody wanted to work at the cutting room, what kind of people do you hire that work there? Are they people that are in the music in industry the arts, or know about it much. or what? Yeah, I like them when they, they're they in the arts. They say understand the music and they like it. You know, certainly pretty girls don't hurt. But, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, most of them are act, I want actors and writers and, that, and some musicians, that kind of singers, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. You know? I'm going to thank you so much for giving us your time today because I know you guys are really busy. Hey, thanks a lot, Steve. Yeah, sure. But I want to I want to say, yeah, I want to say, um, I definitely know hear about a lot of the different things that are happening through Spencer. And um, are you open to doing any nonprofit type benefits there? Do you do yeah, any do of those there? Yeah, we do a lot of those. I always want to be mm-hmm. on the side of giving and not have to receive from that. So we've done a lot of them. Absolutely. I mean, Emmy Lou Harris played at One for Animals with Steve Earle. So we do a lot of a lot of fundraisers. A real lot of them. Really? Uh, yeah. What kind That's of stuff. very cool. There's a lot of well, music um, cares kind of things. Music cures, rockers recovery, all those kind of things. Rockers recovery is a really big movement right now. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I know a lot of people are doing that. I would l- I would just actually want to come in there and take photos because I've seen some of the photos of the interiors of your place. Right. And the interiors are just amazing. And for everyone listening, again, it's the cutting room in New York City. And um, on the player, I don't know if you saw that or not, Steve, but on the player for the show, I have images of the cutting room. And um, the front of the place looks very small and very very kind of quaint, and then it kind of opens up to this big place. You've got a Do we have removable like walls? So you can have two separate rooms or plot the wall and becomes one big space. It's 7,000 square feet with a 2,000 square foot mezzanine. So it's pretty nice size, but we don't want to make it feel big and cavernous. So you've got little nooks and crannies all around so people can, you know, go off into corners and not feel they're in an airplane. They can hang. chill out, yeah. 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 That, well, that's, that's, 
That's pretty cool. And I like what you did with the front windows. I like oh, how thanks. you yeah, make Yeah, gave us that big guitar. And, uh, big guitar in the window, Steve. It's probably painted that. And the other one's got like a six-foot bass drum we made. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's very cool. Well, if anyone wants to get in touch with you and is in, in the area, um, you can go to the cutting room. Again, it's the cutting room nyc.com. And the phone number for the cutting room is 212-691-1900. And, again, tonight is going to be Jeff Slate with Dylan's Obscura. Um, <clears throat> this Saturday is going to be Will Evans, Chantilly. Sorry, my voice is going. And then on um, Saturday, the 22nd, you're going to have um, uh, also Chanel Gabriel. So yeah. um, you have you have concerts going on at the same time. Oh or? yeah, all the yeah. Well, no, we have one after another bands. You know, one oh, one one at eight, it's one at the ten. same day. Yeah, and then the front I'm looking room at the dates. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So different times, one at eight, one at ten, sometimes one later. And so people, people hang out in the front room. Do they make dinner reservations and come in and eat? And yeah, then, you, yeah um, you can, sure. We get that. We get after work crowd, absolutely. We get all and that. they can purchase tickets online or at the day yeah, of the event exactly. at the door? Exactly. Awesome. Well, right. that's really Make sure you come really visit cool. when you're in. Come be my guest when you come in from California. There I we want go. to come in. Yeah, absolutely. I want to thank you again my for pleasure. being here. I know that um, it's a really hectic. I can hear it in your voice, but I want to say to you that You've created something that I think a lot of people really want. And so this is a really safe place and an environment to go and really hear quality stuff. Right, Spencer? That's exactly right. I want, and I want to also say that meeting Steve years ago, I, I pick up he was a really giving person, and that's the way he's mm-hmm. always been. And it's so important to have that in the music business. Steve, you're wonderful. Right. Thanks so much. Um, and thanks for thinking of me. Spencer, hope to see you soon. Holly, you got to come out here. Hey, tonight, I Jeff will. Slate. I Jeff, will. Tonight, Jeff Thank Slate. You. All right. Thank you. Take care, guys. Have a great night. See ya. Thanks See you ya. Too. Have a good Thanks. night. Have a good one. Have a good one, bro. Too. So hey, that was that was really cool. I could hear he was a little he was he was really um, under the gun with us, but he it was really nice how he took the time out. Of his I love that. Yeah. Yeah. To do the interview, and um, I I was sensing that he was really busy, but you know I have to tell you. When you own a restaurant in a in a, in a place yeah, like that, flying. Flying. it's a lot of hours. And like he said, he basically it's a one parallel life. Um, I know lots of people that have restaurants, and it's basically like, you know, they can hardly ever even get out of there. But um, you know, you and I um, we need to uh, take a little break here and come back and talk about pop culture news. How's that sound? Sounds cool. We have Cosmo Ohms calling in from Florida on his CBGB festival. Uh, he may be calling, Hal, okay? Oh, really? What time is he going to be calling? Yeah, he's, well, he may call any minute. He's supposed to be listening to the show. If he calls in, he calls in. Otherwise, we could go I right to... I got a phone call. I got a phone call from a... Hold on a second. They didn't leave a message. Hold on. I'm okay. going to tell you the number. I'm hoping that it might isn't wasn't him. Um, a six four a six four six number? No, different. It's okay. Okay, I got a call from a six four six number in New York. Weird. Um, okay, so let's go to a really quick break and let's talk um, about pop culture news a little bit here. Yep. Again, this is the Indie Cafe Special Edition 
on the Red Velvet Media Network, and the show will be available afterwards on iTunes and on demand on Red Velvet Media. And um, oh, this would be a good time for me, real quick. Can I can I just talk real quick here yes. about um, yes. things? Yeah, you know what's coming up for me. I haven't had a chance to get all the shows up for um, next week and for the coming month. We are really slammed. Red Velvet Media and the Indie Cafe. I mean, next month um, on the Indie Cafe, we're going to have Richie Ramon on. But um, this coming Wednesday, I'm going to have Kara Whitaker on, which is going to be talking about her new book. And then on the 28th, I'm going to have my friend on with, she's going to, it's it's all about these candles. You're going to love the name, Objects with Purpose Candles. They're Ooh. beautiful candles. Ooh. They're wearable candles. And um, then going into April, um, I have Nathalie Tedrick, um, which is an amazing, believe it or not, she's a belly dancer, but also an actress. And she's a world-renowned belly dancer. She goes around the world and and dances for people, and she also is um, getting into acting and stuff, and we're going to be having her on and quite a few other people. And uh, then we get towards Earth Day. We're going to have um, Vocal Trash back, and they're going to be on. And then we're going to have um, some really cool books, Raymond Francis. And, yeah, and um, Karen Haynes. And, I mean, just some really cool stuff. And then the Richie Ramon Show. On the 25th, so, yeah, that's going to be really cool. But um, I want to say to everybody that um, this is this is like a really cool day because it's the day after the first day of spring. Oh, I think he might be calling in right now. So let's bring him in. So before we go to uh, Pop Culture News, I'm hoping this is him. And if it is, I, I was wearing their CBGB shirt the other day. Hey, <laughs> 561, you're on the air. Hello, this is Cosmo. Cosmo here. Hello, hey, Cosmo. Spencer, Welcome how are to you? the show. <laughs> Hi, it's a pleasure to be on. You're wearing a shirt Cosmo. I designed. I, only know, yeah. I have one other friend, and his name is Cosmo, and he plays That's um, right. with the um, a Matt Just Imagine Tour, Cosmo Topper. Do you know him? Oh, uh, I, I know of. I had chosen this name back in 67. So I've been awesome. Cosmo for quite a while. Yeah. Uh, Cosmo, name. Cosmo, tell me tell tell us about your venture down in Florida, the, the CPG. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, I was the original lighting director of CPGVs back in the day. Uh-huh. And it's really stuck with me. I designed the T shirt you're wearing, actually. I uh, love that T shirt. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you everyone that sees it goes I, it was so funny because I wore it the other day when I went into the optom to the optometrist. And he says to yeah. me, I'm going to make you use that shirt as your chart for your eyes. <laughs> I said, are you serious? He goes, yeah, it's perfect for an eye chart. I go, are you? <laughs> A new as to yet uncharted usage for the CBGB shirt. Is that great. cool? That is so well, cool. You did an I awesome love that. job, Cosmo. I love my shirt. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. We're good help. I want anyway, a hat, though. Do you guys make hats yet? Do you guys make the hats yet? Do you make baseball hats yet? Did I make what? Do you baseball have baseball hats. caps yet? Not yet. Not yet. Um, I Dude, have the original right? artwork, so I can do that. <laughs> I would love to see that in a baseball hat. That would be so well, cool. What, what is the, hey, Kaz, what's the uh, yeah. story on the festival? 
Bring us up All on right. the festival. That's tomorrow night, and uh, it's at a club uh, down in Miami called Churchill's Pub, 5501. Uh-huh. 5501 Northeast 2nd Avenue. It's in Little Haiti. And we've got a really sensational lineup. Uh, basically, I walked in there oh, about six months ago to say hello and see uh, see some bands there. And the owner of the club, Dave Daniels, uh, was telling me that he's selling the club, which he has done. And he asked me if I would like to do a CBGB show there. And I said, I thought about it long and hard, at least a good 30 seconds. <laughs> and then said, yeah, I'd love to do it. And uh, that, that started it. And then, uh, you know, I started uh, getting the things I needed. I had to call the people that own the trademark now, Tim Hayes and Tim McGrath, and they were uh, kind enough to let me use the name. And then I called Jody and uh, Brad uh, from Unclaimed Freight, who did the CBGB film, mm. and they gave me the rights to use the film. So that will be broadcast there. And then I put some great groups together uh, with, you know, people that have played CBGBs that have been there, that were part of the New York scene. And then we've added in some, uh, some great new upcoming talent from the local scene so that the acts we have playing will be uh, Walter Moore and the Waldos, who played with Johnny Thunders and the Heartbreakers. Mm. Then we have an incredible new artist coming in from L.A., the fabulous Miss Wendy, who's... Uh, I predict she's going to become a big, big, big metal I know who queen. you're talking about because I'm in the L.A. area. I, I, I know who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Great. Yep. And then I have uh, Birdman's Clambake, which is a local band, and the bass players played up at CBGB's. Then I have a, a two-piece drum and uh, kind of punk drum and bass uh, setup with Badass uh, that's really good. And then I have uh, Pause and Effects. It's a uh, kind of a spiritual, new-age uh, uh, DJ playing really modern stuff that's great. Uh, then I have, uh, let's see, the Dyslexic Postcards, which are played CBGBs. We have uh, Kenny Oh, Williams. I see it all here. Yeah. Wow. Looking and at the then, lineup uh, right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. So we've got some great acts coming in. I'm really excited about it. Uh, Lori Garotti will be there as well. Firesign Prophets, who's a new uh, reggae act out of the uh, Stewart area. Uh, we've got Rat that's going to uh, close the show with Scraping Teeth, who is the proprietor and the progenitor of the uh, Noise Festival. He's gone all around the country with that. He's the engineer and uh, brains behind uh, Churchill's. And we've got a great, like I said, a great lineup. We've got a couple DJs. We've got... Uh, Riot agents on the backstage, two DJs. The movie will start at about 5:30. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited, and uh, I think we've got a great show. I think we're gonna have a lot of fun down here. Do you want to build on? Do you want to build yeah. on the show? Uh, do you want to build an on the sh- stage too? Oh, right. I'm sorry. Don't go ahead, No, no. There's an outside outside stage too, Cosmo. Yes, there's a uh, backstage in the uh, patio. You know, it's it's one of the reasons I'm down in Florida. It's nice and, and warm most of the time. And it's a uh-huh. gorgeous day today. It's probably in the 80s. And it should be oh, nice. gorgeous tomorrow, spring. Uh, so, yeah, we have an outdoor stage. So if people want to mill around, you know, get a little fresh air or whatever, see some fresh talent, they can go out and do that. 
Uh, they can come in and catch. Uh, they've got nine acts on the stage inside, starting with the movie, which will be broadcast uh, in its uh, fullness at uh, 530. Mm-hmm. So we're really excited. I think we're going to have some fun. And we're launching a new project called the World Stage down here as well, which will be doing shows uh, locally, we'll be doing shows nationally, and we'll be doing some shows worldwide. So it's an exciting yeah, I see thing. That. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. what we're trying to do is, is I really think that, uh, you know, that, that the music constantly needs new people to put new energy into it. There's a lot of great music that's on planet Earth, and there's a lot of great music coming to it. And mm-hmm. someone's got to provide a portal. So that's what we're trying to do is uh, open a portal for new music, new creativity. You know, CBGVs became the... Uh, the nuclear crucible, if you will, for culture in the in the early 70s and the mid and late 70s. And, uh, you know, I was there from 76 to 80 as the lighting director and uh, moved on to different clubs and do some touring and stuff. But the whole spirit of that place was to play your own original music and come up with new creative ideas. You know, not limited. I mean, Hilly was incredible because he gave just about any act at least one shot to get up on the stage, do their thing, and present it. And I'm telling you, I saw acts there that no one else would book, you know, but he gave them a chance, and some of them went on to become huge international stars. Some of them, you know, uh, became uh, bankers, some Wall Street brokers. You know, it was a crucible, and it was like all the stuff that was happening in the 70s changed, uh, you know, through CBGB's and Max's Kansas City. Uh, Seymour Stein played a tremendous oh, absolutely. part in that. Yep. You know, he was, he was one of the first people that believed in what was coming through and invested mm-hmm. with Hilly and, you know, and got great groups out of it. I was. Uh, I started my stuff at Sire. I started working at Sire in '77. So that whole era that you were in Cosmo, the '76 through '80 era, or where I was at Sire at '77 through '80, that was a really heavy era. You know what I'm saying? It was kind of a renaissance for music. Yeah. You know, it, it's interesting because I had come to New York. Uh, I lived out in Hawaii from '67 to '72. And that was kind of like the hippie area, the era of jam bands and, you know, long, uh, long exaggerated solos. And when I came to New York, it was like clean page, next segment of reality coming in, next step in culture coming in. And, you know, Hilly originally wanted country, bluegrass, and blues music. But that's not what came in the door. What came in the door were all the people that couldn't get gigs anywhere else that had their own unique ideas and original insights on life, on culture, on fashion, on filmmaking. And he gave them, he gave all the miscreants a place to do it yeah. and, to, and to shake it out and express their freedom of speech. Yeah. And to this day, I, I consider myself to be an inherent for it and a champion for freedom of speech. And that's something that I think is very important on this planet we can't fall asleep on it because it'll be absurd from us. That's right. You know. I want to give your you know, website out real quick. Pardon me? I want to give your website out really quick because I'm looking at all the different things and it's really amazing. 
It's cbgbself.com, and also you have the Churchill's um, site, which also tags CBGBs in the lineup and the festival and about you and how to contact you if they need to and about the movie and a little bit more about the festival that you're going to be doing and the lineup for it. That's so cool. That's well, great. You know, I think it's, it's going to be a good show. I'd like mm-hmm. to encourage all the people that are into punk rock and into really into new music and watching new things evolve to come and join us. Uh, mind you, it's sitting right in the middle of the winter mi- uh, music uh, conference, so we have a lot of people down here. Miami is the place to be for music at this week and next week. Uh, so we tried to put it. We tried to put it in a good positioning, which I think we did. Uh, I've had a lot of cooperation from great people all around me and from great fans who are going to be a part of this. And I'm looking forward to doing a very, very exciting show. Good. So you've got a really great lineup. You've got a really fantastic lineup, and I like the website that you have. And also what's really cool is you have here the lineup about why this event um, and also the movie. If anyone wants to get in touch with you about um, playing an event at your venue, how would they go about doing that? Email me at t. U-B-D-A-V at A-O-L dot com. That's like tub dab. Think of a bathtub, T-U-B, and the first three letters of David, D-A-V at A-O-L dot com. Great. Or you and can the address reach ex- me through Facebook. Yeah, I see uh, you're on Facebook. Wanted- and the, there's an event on Facebook, guys. Go to the event. It's um, called CBGB Music Festival, and it's public. Yeah. It's hosted by Winston Churchill. And um, it's tomorrow on the 22nd at 5 o'clock, and it's at 5501 Northeast 2nd Avenue in Miami, Florida. And um, besides the film, again, you're going to be having the lineup of bands, three stages, uh, music, um, and uh, I want to ask, are you going to have food? <laughs> of course, of course there's food. Uh, what kind of food you know? are you going to have? You know, it's it's bar food, and it's very good. I'll tell you, one of the things I like about Churchill's, uh, they used to have every Wednesday night an all-you-can-eat curry. I have oh, awesome. love Indian food. That's great. And, you know, you get your fill, you hear some great music, and you hang out with friends. Mm-hmm. Hey, I also want to mention someone that's been a tremendous help to me with getting this word out. And it's an artist that I manage from Albuquerque, New Mexico, by the name of Diane Minky. Currently, uh-huh. right now, she has the number one record on the mainstream chart on the independent music network. And we've got a streak of five number one records going so far. So it's, Great. Been, it's been really, really incredible. An incredibly talented person, also a graphic artist, and uh, was uh, uh, was hired by the people that bought the Jimi Hendrix estate to turn Jimi Hendrix's artwork into a fashion line and to do the lead artwork for the uh, for the estate. For the estate, wow! Is yeah, Danny Fields going to be involved at all in it? Pardon me. Is he going to come, Danny? Danny, I don't know. I think he lives up in New York. I have. He's in New York, Holly. He won't come down yeah. there. He's yeah, no, no, because no, I'm seeing here that 
He might come down there. I'm reading a lot of stuff on the net right now on yep. this on the pages, and a lot of people that are going to probably just show up there. Uh, that could be. Well, of, you never know. I cool. should say that. You're going to have know. a really stellar event there, and you know, I know Florida is really an amazing place to be too, because you've got really great weather, and you do with the outside stages and stuff. Are you going to barbecue and stuff like that outside? Hmm? Um, you know, I don't know. They they do barbecue from time to time at church. Uh-huh. Yeah, because you, know, you know, it's like a, it's a wonderful place. That whole area will be alive. Uh, there's a big festival going on a few blocks up at the uh, uh, the Little Haiti uh, there. Mm-hmm. They have a cultural center, so there's a show there. There's lots of great shows in town. And, you know, it, it's kind of like, uh, like New York and the mu- new music seminar. You know, it's got oh, lots that's of awesome. things happening. Yeah. You know, um, so it's, it's going to be good fun. Yeah, well, I want to ask you, so this concert that you're doing, what's in the works after that? What what's what are you currently working on besides just this uh, one event that's coming up? I see you have a lot of things going on, and I want to know if there's anything we want to tell our listeners about. Sure. I handle uh, several acts down here that I'm, I'm involved in booking that uh, that have new projects and that are really, they're great new talents, and they've developed down here. Uh, one band is called Electric Piquette, and they're a Latin-oriented big band that plays uh, mostly original stuff, kind of combining jazz, funk, rock and roll, and uh, it, it, it works down here because there's a big Latin population. So we're looking to put them out on the road now. And then I have another fellow that's just, uh, he's doing a CD release party tomorrow night with, uh, you know, with my show, Called by the name of Joel De Silva and the Midnight uh-huh. Owl, and they're they're promoting a new album called Dirty Howlin' Blues. So I'm booking them actively. I work with another composer up in the Philadelphia area, Michael Guardian. Uh, like I said, we're we're looking to establish like a monthly event down here, which will be leading up to a big show in Geneva in. Uh, I believe it's going to be in December. So there's a bunch oh, of wow. things happening. Uh, we're putting a bunch of new things out, uh, some uh, great new a- uh, acts and bands, and I'm also mm. I'm always looking for new talent. You know, mm-hmm. stuff that's great, that's uh, that's unique. Uh, I don't want to hear people that sound like someone else's record collection. I want to hear them doing stuff that's theirs, that they believe in, and they can embrace. And, uh, you know, add to the roster and uh, to, to new events that we're putting on. That's awesome. That's great. Sounds cool. Spencer, Sounds I'm glad cool. You brought, I'm glad you brought him on, Cosmo. This is very cool to talk about this uh, event that you're going to be doing. Um, you know, how much are tickets? Uh, they're $10. Okay. It's reasonable. And I, yeah. For 13 bands, less than a buck a band. Come on. That's incredible. That's a re- so reasonable. Yeah. So I think that'll be fun. I understand that you're into the whole conscious uh, conscious development. Is that correct? Me? Yes, she is. Holly is very into it. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm really involved in um, bringing about an awareness through music or um, books or however it may be. 
And I think that what you're doing is really cool. Are you going to wh- – why did you ask that? Are you going to be doing some stuff? Well, I, I've been into it for years, uh-huh. uh, probably 45 years to be exact. And uh, we're looking at putting together a conscious art festival down here together. Ah, there we go. Oh, that would so, be cool. You know, I'd like to bring together musicians that are, are, are involved in creating and producing conscious music. Mm-hmm. And I mean conscious music where you consider the value of each note, the emotional quality, and how it affects your being. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we're in, we're, we're in a great business, music. And from what I'm finding out, music is at the basic source of creation. You know, God said the word, the word was good, and everything came out of it. That's right. You know, so, you know, I'm trying to learn more and more about that and to uh, promote and get involved with artists that are actually doing things to try to awaken people. I've got a lot of people on my on my, um, on my my client list, and I know Spencer has a few artists that paint and also play music. And uh, um, what I can do is um, I just asked for your friendship. Are you Winston Churchill's on uh, with the Double Decker Bar? No. I'm Cosmo Holmes, uh, Cosmo Holmes at Facebook.com. Okay, hold on a minute. I'm trying to find you on Facebook because this way you and I can uh, yeah, talk yeah, yeah. a little bit more about. Because I'll tell you, you Holly, Holly has, I have artists, but Holly has a lot of what we call spiritual consciousness oriented artists, you know what I'm saying? So uh, she would definitely go to, you know? Cosmo? You know, so I, it's I've under Cosmo. What's it under Cosmo? What? OHMS as an electricity. And it's all one word Cosmo Wolves. Cosmo. Okay, I'm looking for it now on Facebook. Okay. I'm trying to find it. I'm sorry. I'm having a hard problem here trying to Not find it. Oh, wait. Right wait, before wait, wait, wait. I called in, my phone I found was it. Up. I found oh, it. Oh my gosh, wondering what happened to Cos. I know? found it. Cosmo O H M S, right? Got it. That's yep. It. That's it. There you go. go. Um <laughs> Yeah, I see here you're friends with Angie and Chris and Jack Douglas and Monty and John and a bunch of my friends. Yeah, so I just sent you a friend request. And Spencer. Um, and Spencer <laughs> and Judith, yeah, I know. And, and I Judith, see yeah. here, um, that you let's see here, that you were saying that you were going to be on at 6. Uh, I hope people knew that you were on at 5.30. If anyone wants to listen to this show afterwards, they can listen to the show live on um, iTunes and on Red Velvet yeah. Media under the network with the Indie Cafe because we do a show with the Indie Cafe once a month, which is really cool. And sometimes I do a little bit more. And also I have um, I have Spencer come in and sit in on a lot of my interviews with people that he's worked with or that he, um, ha, you know, is is known. known oh, you had to be you had a great. With, yeah. Uh, Holly, who's the author who did the the John Lennon book you had on? He was really amazing. Gary Tillery. Gary, yeah. Whoa, what a show. Well, we well Gary Tillery, and then we had the book on the Beatles. The Beatles, and, yeah, that was the other one. The yeah, Beatles, right. and that and that was another really good book. Um, we've had. I, I, I try. Yeah, a lot keep, of good stuff. Yeah, I try to keep, but the thing is, what we do is, Spencer and I, what we do is we talk about the different things, and we try to go into pop culture type things, and that's where we get into 
the different things that we get in with, yeah, you know, yeah. with this, and then um, talking about the different concerts and stuff. So if anybody wants to go tonight, go tomorrow. Um, what would you suggest they do? Just go to the website and buy tickets, or call, or what? You can go to the website and you can get tickets online, or you can call Churchill's at uh, okay. 305-757-1802. And, uh, you know, they'll tell you, just come there. They've only sold out two times, according to Dave. So hopefully we'll be the third time. Oh, awesome. I think we will be. Well, I just requested your friendship (laughs) on there. I see see the logos and everything. Yeah, it's really cool. This is great. If you look look on the thumbprint, that's actually uh a photo of the original of the uh, CBGB logo. Yeah, I see that. I see that. That's. That's actually really cool. That's a really, really, really cool picture. I, I like the colors in that as opposed to the black that we always see. But I'm so glad that you were here today um, to talk about this concert and this event that's going to be coming up. Sounds crazy there. Or is that you, well, Spencer? I'm, I'm yeah, it sounds, sounds nuts. I'm Where are you? Where are you, Cosmo? <laughs> I'm at Starbucks in Aventura. And oh, don't even get me started on Starbucks. Don't even get me started on Starbucks because let me tell you something. I've been going at it all day. Listen, this is this is what I think about it. I'm going to say it on the air because this is a good place to say it. And I and I hope I don't piss anyone off, but this is the deal. Okay. Starbucks is going to start serving wine and beer. And um, I think that's a really bad idea, and I'll tell you why. Wow. Um, because, number one, we have children, that, students that go there after, after school to hang out with their friends and do homework, and they're going to be, um, uh, you know, around that, which, okay, you know, we try to keep our kids in a healthy place, right? Well, they're going to go and they're going to look for it anywhere. They're going to find it. But what's that going to stop them from getting someone at the next table to go and get them a shot in their coffee or whatever? Secondly, oh I go to Starbucks to relax and not sit around people that are drinking, getting drunk and stupid, and I don't want to smell beer and alcohol when I'm there to drink a cup of coffee. All right. And um, you know, um and I'm not against against alcohol at all. I mean, I think it has its place, but Starbucks it's like the American dream. And um I just don't I just I'm sorry I'm I'm going off on this, but I've been on this all morning with somebody and um, you know, uh, I just think that it's it's a really it's it's just not the right place. I don't know. They've said they've test marketed it in a couple places and people like it, but um, you know, with my in my town, the sheriffs and the police go there and they hang out there and they're having their coffee and waiting for calls because it's kind of in between everywhere. So I'm just wondering how they're going to handle this. Um, and plus, being in the wine district area. I heard they wanted to feature certain wineries for that area they may be in. It's just not the place. It's Starbucks. You think Starbucks coffee. You don't think Starbucks wine, shots exactly of right. uh, whiskey. Exactly right. You know, I mean, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's just not the right venue for it. Oh, I, think, I, I think, think you're right. I totally support yeah. that, Holly, because... What you said is really a good point about being surrounded by wine and beer. I mean, this is the type yeah, of thing. Yeah, I want to go somewhere. I want to go somewhere to have a cup of coffee with my friend. I don't want to be smelling 
wine and beer and watching somebody getting loaded on wine and beer next to me and then getting in their car and driving away. They're outrageous. There you go. Sorry, Cosmo. I had to say that. Hey, listen, not a problem. Listen, I understand that. You know, I you know I like it. I like it because it's a great atmosphere to have a cup of coffee. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, I enjoy that. I enjoy yeah. relaxing. I enjoy socializing with people. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it, it's 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 very good at what it does, at selling coffee and uh, and food and stuff like that, and having a nice gathering place. Um, I can definitely understand your sentiment. You know. Yeah, but the I mean, thing is, I think they must be running out of money to have to bring alcohol into it. I mean, they might as well start right. selling cigarettes at Starbucks. <laughs> Not that I think there's anything oh, wrong with it. No. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying that yeah. there's a place for everything. I mean, I know kids that go after school to go get a, a Frappuccino because they're so excited. And for the people that have supported Starbucks for all the years and have earned their gold star gold card status and all that, and um, that's the card that you get, and you get free things with it and free birthday stuff. I mean, it just it's just kind of like a real kick in the ass to all of us that have really supported and tried to make it so it's a community thing because right. Starbucks is all about community as well. So. I think other, Starbucks needs yeah. to rethink this one. Um, I'm sorry, I just don't agree. And uh, I know. want to bring up. I want to definitely. I definitely agree with you. How the other thing you brought out, which is really amazing, uh, we haven't talked about, is that once you get that clientele and what you're talking about, wine and beer, it changes the focus of the people talking, yep. the drinking. It changes the yeah. whole focus of what you're sitting. And right now, it's fine. You know, right? Yeah. Right now, it's fine. And it's not but that when it's you bad. bring out, you want to drink. Go to a you're bar right. You're drinking an alcohol. You're bringing rummy. Yeah. You're bringing kids yelling and screaming. They're doing. You never know. Are you going to have something I, like that? I'm telling I you. I stood in line and watched mothers buy little cartons of milk and little sandwiches for their kids. Mm-hmm. Who wants to have the person in front of them ordering a shot of whiskey in their coffee <laughs> or um, <laughs> well, a glass of wine, and then the kids are going, "What's whiskey, point? mommy?" You know. <laughs> right. Right. And exactly. Honestly. The biggest problem that I think that we're having right now in the world and in the United States, I should say, in certain cities is the chill, the kids that do want to drink and they'll go to any extent to get it. And I know they've set a lot of sting operations up around here because I'm in the midst of wine tasting rooms and stuff. But, um, you know, what's going to stop somebody from sitting at a table and saying, um, hey, could you just get me this? And then how easy is it to slip a a shot of something into a cup of coffee or a frappuccino or something that a kid's drinking. Sorry. That's true. I don't want to go That's there. True. Yeah, yeah, true. But well, I'm, I'm one sorry. Thing, at least they, they support me enough to, uh, to let me put my poster up in the window, which That's is great. Awesome. Yeah, it's all you about know. community. It's all about community. And, you know, that's the really cool thing about it because you can go there and you can see anything that's happening around town. But to bring that Pretty atmosphere much. into it, it kind of ruins it a little bit, you know? It ruins it a lot. ruins it a yeah. lot. It just it, changes the like, whole complexion of it, Kali, right? I mean, how many people get away want to, want to go there to get away from um, their – Maybe, um, you know, want to chill out from after work, don't want to, you know, they they don't drink, and they want to right, have a nice right. cup of coffee or a latte or a cappuccino and 
sit and do work or meet a client there after work or meet meet a school, you know, whatever. I've seen lots of brownie treats and stuff in there doing things and selling cookies. I don't think that's going to be happening. I think it's going to, and, and I mean, you know, um, they need to put it in places where people are going to check ID. I don't know how they're going to do that. So anyway, I don't, I don't know. I'll be doing a whole show on this very soon because I am going to yeah. get the, um, one of the people, one of the executives from Starbucks, we're going to go uh, head-to-head on this one. <laughs> Good. Excellent. I love it. I'm going to sit in on yeah. that one, Holly. Yeah. Hey, that sounds like it would be an exciting thing to listen to, you know? That's right. Hey, it will be gangbusters. starting a petition. If they don't start a petition, I'll start one. Yeah, right. That's right. And I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to, look, I'm not trying to rain on anyone's parade. And I'm not saying, no, not hey, about, you know, not to have a drink or whatever. I'm just saying there's a place for everything. And Starbucks is the quote-unquote American dream place. It's like, you know, you go like McDonald's. Does McDonald's serve whiskey in their shamrock shakes? I don't think so. You know? <laughs> you know Sorry! A lot of this is how you identify your product in the market. And yeah. the fact that, you know, when you've got a good identification, why mess with it? Right, now, that's yeah. what's going to go on. It's a working have... formula. That's exactly. I'm just right. worried about the kids. That's what I'm worried about. Are the kids, and I'm also worried about the people that are going to come there, and are going to um, stay there and drink, and then get in the car and drive away. And because at bars and also at places like your place, and also like the cutting room and any kind of restaurant or whatever, they watch people and how much they're drinking, and they call them a cab or whatever. I can't see that that's going to happen at Starbucks. I mean, no. Mm-mm. And I've already seen I've already seen what they have set up to serve, and they have a whole coffee station set up with bottles of whiskey, um, Kahlua, oh beer, wine, anything you could think of. And, this is um, crazy. And I'm looking, this is crazy. Looking at the Starbucks cups right now with wine in them, and I'm just like, okay. They've test marketed it. That. Maybe they should, they, they should open a, a place in a district with a task yeah. and make it a yeah. Starbucks. Yeah, se- separate it. Separate it. Separate it. You know, exactly. Call it Starbar. Call it Starbar. Excellent. Starbar. Right. There's a good there name for you uh, promoters out there. <laughs> Starbar. You know? Good name. Hey, good name. You've got it nailed down. Try to get it. That's yeah. why all of us with gold cards and black cards are going to be taking our business elsewhere, and I'm so happy Pete's opened up in Sonoma. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I love it. And I like their coffee better anyway because it doesn't taste burnt, but I'm not bagging on Starbucks. Starbucks has got brought a route a lot yeah. of really great awareness, like the red campaign, like um, the Africa right. campaign. I can't tell you how many campaigns I've gotten involved in at Starbucks where there are, they have community pages, okay? And yeah. now they're going the other direction, and um, I think they must be um, looking for more revenue in some sort of way, and um, I don't know. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Spencer, how about that great book you put out? about the 500 TVs. <laughs> the f- 545. The 545s, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a cool book. It's doing very well. Thanks a lot for bringing it up. Yeah, the book's doing very well. Sold at the Love Morrison, and uh, Holly's no. got it. And it's just a, it's a really great book. I mean, it's like the first real um, 
compilation of the history of the 45. Lenny Kay wrote the foreword, and it's got five stars on Amazon, and the book's doing very well right now, thank God. But, um, yeah, yeah, thanks a lot for bringing that up. Hey, I'd like it's to remind all my book, friends Spencer. out there. Thank you, Holly. Thank if you, you want to, you know, for our, our, young, our younger friends out there who aren't aware of what a 45 is, it's not something that's manufactured by cult, so that's a different one. But yeah. to get a little history on what records were all about uh, before everything went digital, now it's all going in the air. But it was actually a whole sector of arts and, uh, you know, uh, I used to love buying an album that folded out, you know, that had a picture on it. You yeah. know, and that explained all that. Now it's like, I don't know, I'm getting older, my vision's getting not so great, <laughs> and without glasses I can't read what's on a little CD. Well, you know, you know, you know I the, love thing, that the, stuff. the thing about well, when I worked on doing album covers was that the, the next thing you would do, besides the album cover, you would do a 45, you know. That was the usual. You had a single on it, and that was going to come out some some sort of uh, configuration. And that was going to be a big thing. And it kind of got overlooked with all the books to see everybody was doing these LP cover books. And one day, uh, I started in 2002 with my first book, 45 RPM. I said, this is ridiculous. I mean, 45s were the Beatles, the Rolling Stones. I got tons of people. No one put a book out. And that's when I put my book out. And that sold like a lot to 2010. And Judith and I decided to do the biggie. It was a much bigger model. And that's what's out right now. But... um uh, they're, they're, no one addressed the whole history of it in a sort of way. I mean, they covered like punk. They've covered punk 45s, different areas, but no one did a, a conglomerate. Like we got indies in there. We got the commercial. We got the indies. We got the punk. We got the rock. We uh, all kind from Frank Sinatra all the way to, I don't know, you know, all of them were in there. Bowie with uh, and a lot of indies, tons of indies. So um, it's a great book. Yeah, there's it's some really covers in there you have, Spencer, that nobody nobody can you know, get. Some, They're rare that's right. collectibles. And um, I've had a couple people point those out to me that I, you've actually given me the book to gift. And they've told me, oh, my God, I can't see the flaming lips, this, that, this, that, whatever. I mean, they're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I can't find yeah. this anywhere. Yeah, you can't, definitely. You can't, yeah. Rolling, there's even a Rolling Stones cover that's outrageous that was done in Europe, mm -hmm. and or the Ramones, the John Holmstrom cover that no one ever saw that was done, distributed in Europe. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of great stuff that no one. So we we wanted to do that too because there will just show sleeves that no one has ever seen. That's a good point, Holland. It's really cool. Yeah, wow. it's really nice. If you want to see some stuff that you can't see just anywhere. Grab this 545 book. It's really amazing, and I know that it's being sold in New York City at um, the, the Morrison. Morrison Hotel the Mar and Gar Gallery. Are you going to get it into L the L.A. Um, gallery? Well, I, you know, it's been out there, but I have I try to follow up. Some people have it. They, do, they I get things that are really weird. How like someone will tell me. I saw this book in some place, and I said, wow, you know, like uh, even Urban Outfitters, I think some places have still, they've gotten it, um, which wow, I Wow, really? Yeah, but it's been in some place that I've never even know about, but it's not in New York, for instance, and I try to get it in there. It's kind of weird. This book has been out 2010, so sometimes they like the newer books, you know, they like to really with the newer, uh, newer books coming out. So uh, a book that's been out for a couple of years sometimes has a harder, 
artist thing to work, and so, and the publishers lose it at a certain point. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like, but but it is go, in certain stores. It is going in some some places which I would never expect to have it, and they reorder it to hear about it. You know, so we're trying to mm-hmm. do that, and Judith and I have to do that ourselves, literally. You know, so it's kind of wow. Like, yeah, but anybody I tell about it, you know, it's like, whoa, that's really cool, man. I'm getting a copy on Facebook. I get stuff like that. There's a guy. I got to bring up this guy. He's great. Rob Russo has a show called LiveAndLoudRadio.com. You can get it. You got to Holly. I think I. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned it. He's on. He's on Facebook. It's a great rock show. Absolutely great. And one day mm-hmm. he put the book on, and he he mentioned it like for a. Over a week, and he still mentions it with uh, Vera Ramon's book that she has, and he's got a great radio show. And but he he's already done a whole big marketing thing for us. Almost yeah, every day he comes on and mentions Spencer Dre, Judith Salovitz, five hundred forty-five. She got to get it. And he's on the show. The show is great though. It's called LiveAndLoudRadio.com. And anybody's into hard rock, punk, that area. Should go. Should should listen to the show on Facebook. It's unbelievable. He's got a great head, music head. He's almost like Eddie Trunk, who's one of my favorite guys in VH1, who used to have a radio show like this. He's really into music. Knows his stuff. He really knows his stuff, and has a, a great heart. Also, Holly, you know, he's got a passion. He's got a great heart for music, and you got to have that. And he just has a great radio show. If you have a chance, listen to it. I definitely will. Oh uh, yeah, no, I, I would like to. I want to yeah. think um, a lot more into uh, radio promotion uh, with uh, you know with promoting Diane's stuff. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, it's, you know, you know, a lot of stuff is is happening independent that's not reaching the mainstream yet. That's really incredible. And yeah. uh, you know, I've yeah. been I've been a strong believer in independent stuff for years. Right. Uh, you know, and you know, you know, if people want to promote their stuff. You got to look for all the new sources and the new portals that are open to you. Not complain about what's not happening. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, you got to be proactive. Yep. So it's really good we had you on, Cosmo. Sorry, oh, I went off on the. Uh, sorry, I went off on about Starbucks, but. <laughs> I think I think listen, now what I think what you're Good doing point. now is really awesome and I encourage everyone to go and check out the page on Facebook and also to um I, I posted a link on it, C B G C B G B South lineup and um you can join the event actually online and um you can purchase tickets for ten dollars and again um, it's in Miami there, or well, actually not Miami. Excuse me, right, at, right there in um, Florida. I'm looking at all the different things that you guys are doing, and I think everyone should, if you're there, should have a chance to go to something like this. And it's tomorrow, really cool. right? It's going to be tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah, yep. it's yeah. Only tomorrow, guys. You know, this time tomorrow, I'll already be into. Uh, we'll already be uh, uh, halfway through the film. That's awesome. Uh, it, it, yeah, that's it's right. On the Tomorrow tour night, step. film first. Yeah. It's kind of like movie night. And yeah, then, um, yeah, yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be fun for, I think, a lot of people. So I want to thank you so much for being here. Um, thanks for being on, Cos. Thanks for being on. Thank you so much for having me. Spencer and Cos, we want to have you back when we have more time. I would love that's to right. have you back on yeah. because... 
I'd like to hear, since you did the lighting for the original CBGBs and created the logo, I'd like to know the story behind the logo, and I'd like to know more about lighting and about um, the the interaction you had with maybe some of the people that were there that played CBGBs in the days when it first started out and stuff like that. We should do a show on that. We'll do a show Let's on that. Let's do a show yep. just with I'd Cosmo. love to do that. I'd love to yeah, do I'd like that. To do, and I promise I won't talk about Starbucks. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, maybe, maybe they'll, want us, they'll want to sponsor the show. You never know. Right. Yeah. Well, we've yeah. got a lot of really good, healthy sponsors, okay, for you. So there you go. Great. Great. Okay. Great. Thank you well, so much, thank Cosmo. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. Thanks, Cosmo. You're very welcome. We'll see you. Great speaking with you, and have a lovely, lovely evening. Uh, I wish you could be down here to enjoy the show with us. Ooh, Take care. Fun. Take care, my friends. Take have care. A great day. All the very best. God bless. Okay, thanks, Cosmo. So, Spencer, now we should do our in- pop culture news because we're running pop out of time. Pop culture news. It's just a short. I have a short thing, so don't worry about it. It's yeah, no, no, no. It's all good. It's all good. And, again, I'm sorry. I apologize to everyone. If you want to listen to this show in its entirety from the beginning and you missed it, please tune in to the show on iTunes and also on Red Velvet Media, Blog Talk Radio, under the Indie Cafe, and remember, next month, guys, we're going to have um, we're going to have a special show with Richie Ramon with the Indie Cafe, and maybe something sooner. And again, um, I apologize if I offended anyone out there um, about Starbucks and the whole issue, but I had to speak my mind. I think that um, it just shows that times are changing, and um, and it seems that we really need to support and think about the future in our kids. Because I go to Starbucks to get away from all the craziness, and I don't want to walk into craziness. And it's not that it's not that people that drink are crazy. It's just that it creates an atmosphere that could become potentially a little crazy. crazy. And plus, I don't want to smell beer and wine and all that in a coffee shop. So either way, you know. But you know, I totally that's agree. Only my I totally opinion. agree. And and. Um, I think Starbucks is great, but if they're going to go that route, they're going to lose my business, and they're going to lose a lot of other people's business. And trust me, they're That's going right. to lose a lot. They are. I'm there. Especially as mothers with children, like you're brought up. Like you're brought up yeah. about mothers with children, you're going to lose that business, I think. A well, lot of it. You know, I mean, think about it. They're saying they're mm. going to do it after 4 o'clock, right? Yeah. Okay, they're going to do it happy hour. They're going to make happy hour food. Cool on the happy hour food. Mm. But, you know... um, you know, that's around the time kids are getting out of school. They're going, they're doing their homework, their projects. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, parents are, people come in there from the from the from from yoga or from uh, the, the gym or whatever to get a lot, you know, a frappuccino or whatever or a cup of tea, you know. And, um, oh, by the way, Oprah Winfrey is coming out with her own chai, and it's going to be previewed, premiered at Starbucks. Um, so. I don't think yep. it, I, I think there's going to be a big conflict there because I don't think Oprah's going to want to um, support drinking in. Um, I don't think so either. And I'm not saying drinking's bad. I'm just saying that it's not for everyone, and um, especially not our kids. And being around it <clears throat> as much as I have been around it, and also being around people that have a problem that they can't drink really. Yeah. You know how much of a problem this is going to be for, and I only know this from it's going to be conflict. With people. It's total, you you brought up a good. It's going to be a conflict, no, but Holly. Hear this, 
hear this out. Do you know I work? I've worked with a lot of people that have had DUIs, and I've I've sponsored them and talked to them and helped them and stuff like that after after mm. they've had a DUI. Yeah. Now, according to the courts, when the courts issue someone, they are not allowed to um, go into any type of establishment that serves alcohol. So there you go. Starbucks is going to lose a ton of people because people are getting DUIs. People are getting you know in situations where they're not allowed to be around any establishment or a bar or whatever. And so now, if they bring that into play, they're going to lose that that whole segment of people as yeah. well. Right. Sorry, right. I'm sorry. I'm really passionate about this because I just uh, see how the effects are on. I agree uh, with you totally on everything you on said. On the world. Yeah. And I kind of sound like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a, a fanatic about it, but you know what? Um, I can be a fanatic and I can mean good as well. Let's um, do pop culture news. Okay. <laughs> Who wants yesterday's papers? Who wants yesterday's guns? Who wants yesterday's papers? Nobody in the world. After this time, I finally learned. After the pain and the After all this, what have I achieved? I realized. Jagger's girlfriend, even though it was, 
L. Ren Scott was a very famous and very talented designer, and um, she's known as L. Ren Scott, not, you know, somebody actually put on Twitter, she's not Mick Jagger, that Mick Jagger's girlfriend didn't commit suicide, it was L. Ren Scott that committed suicide, not that I'm saying suicide is a thing I want to talk about, but... Very sad, very, very, very sad times, but um, I want to send my condolences for that. And that, again, yes, was the Rolling Stones, and as we lead into pop culture news, Spencer, what's going on in New York City? Well, we're going to come from me, and we're going to go over to you. Let's start (laughs) off with March 31st, Paul Simon (laughs) concert, sponsored by City Winery. Yeah, the cover songs, great musicians doing covers of Paul Simon's music, Uh, May, May 8th. Our friend Joseph Arthur is coming out with an album called Lou in tribute to Lou Reed. He's going to do May 8th. He'll be at City Winery doing this album. And the album is released on May 13th on Vanguard Records. We're going to have, on June 27th, Yeah, we're going to have him on the show. We're going to have, yeah. the, Lou, have the Lou Reed tribute show, which will play his album with mm-hmm. New York album. And I have a copy for you to mail you, by the way. Uh, oh, cool. I'm going to try to get Nick Rock on the show, too, as well, with his book um, that he put out. Um, oh, with Transformer. The, with with the Lou, Transformer. yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll do the that. Transformer and, book. And the next thing is going to be interesting. We're gonna, I'm going over running on some albums that people should listen to that I've heard or Holly and I have copies yeah. of. One is Richie Ramone's Entitled Album, and he'll be on our show, of course, Holly has mentioned next month, April 25th. Uh, Steve Conti's New York City album, and Steve was on our show, and Steve will be again on in October. He, he emailed me; he wants to come back on. And I've got an October slot for him. Um, the the Flesh Tones, Wheel of Talent, which was sent to both of us, I believe. Uh, I wonder if you got a copy. That's a great album. The, the Flesh Tones are on tour. Willie Nile, American Ride. Willie's going to be on our show May 2030. He's got an incredible album out that's won many awards already, Holly. It's amazing. He's going to send you a copy. Don't worry. Oh, awesome. Uh, Arthur Aaron Lee uh, Tajan on Rockwood Record Label sent us a copy of Crooked River Burning, which is an interesting album, and he... He is an interesting artist. He is an up-and-coming artist. He's playing at Rockwood, which I'm going to see. But he's written for TV and some film, and he's a really incredible guy. He actually, he actually wrote for an for a record uh, with Jack White at Third Man. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah, so he's, he's going to be an up-and-coming talent. Um, and Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, I want, to, I want to bring back because her album is getting great reviews, Varnished. Uh, unvarnished. I'm sorry. It's called Unvarnished by Joan Jett and the we designed for. And the artist named Yuka Honda is in a group called Sibo Mato. Her album is called Hotel Valentine. It's on Chamara Music, which is Sean Lennon's label, which is a great album. And I, I went to see her at the Brooklyn Bowl, and you know who was there? Chris Franz and Tina Weymouth is a big fan oh, awesome. of Awesome. They're such a great couple, by the way. Yeah. We've got them on the show. I want to mention... Yeah, they're really right. They're really nice people, as Holly said. Mm-hmm. Really nice people. And um, I want to mention that this movie that Lee Stewart did called Paradise Gardens. We'll have her on sometime. Um, I'm interviewed in it with uh, Chris Franz, Mike Mills, a lot of uh, uh, music celebs. But it's about the artist Howard Finster, who did artwork for REM, Talking Heads, and very, very incredible artist. Uh, the film just got accepted. You got to dig this at MoMA. It's going to be shown at MoMA now. 
Oh, that's uh, awesome. Muse- yeah, Museum of Modern Art. I just talked to Lee about it. Yes, I couldn't believe this. I told her to, I told her to send the film to MoMA and see what happens. Well, you know what? Mm-hmm. Got accepted. Got accepted, and she's going to be entering it when it's fin- finally really finished. She's going to be entering at Sundance, you know, some other festivals. So that's going on. And uh, now, anything happening in California that we should know about? There's a lot happening in California. Let's see. We had an earthquake. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you now know, Sonny told me you about know, that You one. think about yeah. California, and, um, yeah, there's a lot of things going on as far as indie things, and a lot of, um, there's some things going on in the city. Um, nothing really, like, huge right now, but we're coming yeah. into um, the spring, um, you know, and we're coming into all the different things that are going to be happening in in the city and stuff like that. So there will be quite a few events happening, and also in Los Angeles there will be quite a few events happening. Um, I know that, you know, there's going to be a lot of art openings and uh, trying to get some people, certain people out here to try to promote their books and uh, promote things. But as far as that, I've been hearing some really good good music. I want to talk about the song Happy. Have you heard the song Happy yet? That's on the... uh, Amazing, amazing song. It's 24-hour. It's a. It's the first time there's been a 24-hour. I'm, I'm looking it up now. Um, our happy. Um, it's a. It's actually happy. Perel Williams, and it's 24 hours of happy on YouTube. You can go to that channel, and it's a song in different parts of the world, and everyone's singing it. And it's the first world, world's first 24-hour music video, so it's kind of cool. That's wow, cool. sounds great. So that's really happening. Yesterday was Happiness Day, besides um, it being the first day of spring. Um, we are also um, getting ready. Uh, you know, the weather is starting to warm up out here. I hope you guys get that a little bit. And uh, flowers are blooming and everything, so... Yeah, that's what's happening out here. Nothing really major yet. Um, but I want to say to everyone to make sure um, that if there's anything that you would like to have me cover or Spencer cover on any of our indie cafe shows at the end of the show on Pop Culture News, please make sure to email myself or Spencer and let us know where you're at and what's going on. And make sure, again, next Wednesday, guys, tune in for Carol Whitaker. And then on um, Friday, we're going to be having Objects with Purpose candles on. And the whole month, next month, I mean, we're just booked and we're slammed. We've got a lot of really good stuff going on, besides Mm -hmm. the Richie Ramon show coming up with you. That's going to be hot. Yeah, and you know, Steve it was interesting. Steve Conti emailed me, Holly, and he told me how much Uh he loved our show. He said, when am I coming on next? Could you believe that? I love that. He says, when am I coming on next? When am I coming (laughs) on He's a yeah, great no, that's guy. pretty awesome. That's pretty it is. awesome. He loves that. Yeah. I, hey, listen, he gets interviewed on really, you know, a lot of serious stuff, so he's a very serious guy. And by saying that, you can tell our show is really cool, and he likes our show, and he wants to come back, and that's wonderful for the both of us. Well, I want to thank everyone today that took part <laughs> of this. I want to especially thank Cosmo. Um, and make sure you check out the CBGB South um lineup um, at cbgbsouth.com and also the city wine uh, not the city winery excuse me the cutting room the city winery is another really cool place guys in new york city to go to um but the cutting room in new york city i want to thank the i want to thank them for being with us today and 
and talking about it. That's a really cool place. And uh, I want to um, say to you, Spencer, that I am happy that you were able to be here today. Oh, thank you, um, darling. And I'm glad that you're feeling okay. And Getting better. everybody's doing all right. Yeah. And make sure to go to uh, the cutting room tonight and check out Jeff and uh, his band. They're going to be doing uh, um, Dylan-esque type music. Right. And we're going to end with another one of his songs today. Did you have anything else you wanted to add? I just wanted to, yeah, I want to say a uh, special hello to Judith, who's away on vacation. Yeah, uh, we For a week Judith. in L.A., in L.A. for a week, and Justin and Ariel, who are two wonderful kids, and my friend Ruma in India, uh, and uh, I guess that's it. And all, all you people out there, thanks for listening in. We all love you. Yeah, and it's Friday. <laughs> Happy Friday, everyone, and don't drink and drive. And um, if you're if you're um, going to, you know, enjoy this weekend, enjoy it, because it's a, like, it's, you know, spring solstice, so it's really kind of cool. So this is really a neat time of the year. And with that, we're going to end with another song by Jeff, um, and it's called Rolling Down the Avenue from his latest CD. Um, did you have anything else you wanted to add? Oh, no, that's it. Uh, I guess uh, just um, want to you wish okay? everybody. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm just like wiped out from the show, I think. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, that was fun. It was I'm fun, though, but I had a lot everyone. of fun. I always have fun here. Always thank you, Holly. I want to thank I, I you very wanna, much. I do want to apologize to everyone about the Starbucks, me going off about Starbucks. But I'm very passionate about that because um, I see that's going to open up a lot of things for a lot of people that you just don't want to go there, you know? So anyway, have a beautiful weekend, guys, and we'll see you next Wednesday. And, um, Spencer, I'll be calling you, and thank you so much for listening today, guys. And again, today was a special edition of the Indie Cafe where we had the cutting room and we also had the CBGB's South on. And um, if you want to listen to it afterwards, iTunes and On Demand on Red Velvet Media, Blog Talk Radio, and we'll see you next Wednesday. Yep. All right. Bye, Spencer. See you, honey. See you.